0: You can still get your life back get your life back it's real get your life back get your life back. hi everybody this is sherry Howard, the inspiration and transformational speaker strategist life purpose coach mental health professional pastoral counselor and author i hope you all having a wonderful wonderful day evening afternoon morning whatever part of the world you live in i hope you are trying if you're not living your best life, uh, that should be your goal. And when I say best life, I'm not talking about, because a lot of times we always think about finance and wealth and riches. I'm talking about being wealthy in every aspect of your life, being happy, being joyful, being peaceful, just having a sense of peace. To me, that's the most ultimate way of living your best life because you have peace, whether you are wealthy, rich, or whether you have a minimum enough to get by or you're making it. Um, living your best life is finding some some sense of contentment, some kind of peace and tranquility wherever you are, even with your aspirations and your goals moving towards uh, the next level. Uh, but you're still finding where you are um, moments where there's peace and you get joy out of it, you can laugh find the humor in things, find the positivity in things. And that's how we really make it and cope through situations because if we don't find something, some straws, something to grab on hold to through process and, and tribulations, we can lose it. You know, we can lose it and just give up. And I don't want any of that to happen to any of us. And so I try to find ways to look for inspiration in every aspect of my life. So that's what I mean by living your best life. Anyway, today, I want to talk about, because it's afternoon here, I want to talk about the movie Dolomites. Some of you seen the movie. Some of you, if you haven't seen the movie, go and watch the movie on Netflix. Now, I was a little apprehensive because I know there's some heavy, there was going to be some heavy language. Well, I didn't really know it was going to be as heavy as it was. I forgot about the original movie, Dolomite, in the 70s. And I did see it a long time ago. And I remember there was some language, but I couldn't remember clearly. So I was already expecting that with Eddie Murphy in it. However, this just a little little alert that there is a lot of MFs being thrown around. So I was like, oh God. (laughs) And not that I don't watch movies that have any language, but sometimes it it can be too much. It's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. But beside all of that, the movie is so inspirational. You kind of focus on the progress and the things that Dolomite was going through which he called himself dolomite, um, dolomite in the movie. Um, but the stuff that he actually went through, his his tenacity, these are the highlights that you grab onto when you watch the movie, his tenacity, his ambition, his determination, his will, his confidence in what he had the, that he possessed, or that he also not only possessed, There's things he learned and I'm gonna get into that in a moment and things that, cause we can learn from different people and that's what he did in the movie. So let me get into that part right now. Dolomite in the movie played by Eddie Murphy is a man who, you know, he was a, he worked at a nightclub and sometimes he would just open up for other acts. But then, you know, sometimes he would come as he opened up, he'll do a few jokes here and there, whatever. And he got tired of it after a while. And I talk about this a lot in my other videos about finding yourself feeling unfulfilled, a void because you're not doing something that you really love to do or something that you're actually passionate about that makes you feel good and help others feel good as well. And he felt like he had something, but he had to find the right formula to package himself. And I just did a video on repackage and reinventing yourself with my guest, Candace Spears. So if you have not seen it because I uploaded it. The day before, no, well, maybe a couple of days before this video actually is going live now, um, it's awesome because we talk about that. It's using your gifts, your talents, your skill set, your experiences that you have gone through and finding a way to repackage and reinventing yourself and monetizing yourself and creating a product, a service for other people that you can not only use as a business to sustain yourself financially, but also serve other people and so of course Dolomite was a was a comedian he was comedian but he was more than a comedian he found that out on the way so that's why we say you know it's a learning experience even when you make mistakes it's a learning experience and then sometimes you happen to stumble over something or realize something you didn't know you even had but that only happens when you decide to show up and do something different something you love to do and have that kind of faith that says I'm gonna try this thing and I'm gonna discuss the mindset and the type of spirit you need to have when you do set out to do do that but Dolomite had that spirit to go out and just try it anyway. What else does he have to lose? But in, in the process, he found out that he can direct movies and produce movies. And every let me tell you about the movie. Everything that he did wasn't necessarily it wasn't liked by a lot of people, or when he tried to um get his act in certain clubs because his the language or you know the stories that he told, it was a bit strong, but like I said. You look at his, his, his um, ambition in a movie the spirit that says no is not an option. And that's the type of spirit he operated in. Like he just knew I got something that people like because a lot of times, you know how your community may like stuff that you do. You may be a good singer or speaker or, or comedic and people around you that you know like all the local people. So it seemed like he had the ability to still draw a crowd. But when you try to go mainstream, it's not always accepted in every platform. And so he learned that. But along the way, before you even get to the directing of a movie, in a film he found well he started listening and he started looking at other people who were naturally funny one in particular was this man who would come into the place that he worked the record store that he worked at during the day and this man always had wars of wisdom and he always had something poetic the way he had a way with words and rhythm and, and and he had, he was very comedic naturally. Right. But he wasn't a performer. He was like a homeless guy, but he was still witty. And so Dolomite started listening to him speaking and remembering his jokes and what he would do is go down to where these homeless people would hang out at and he would ask them for their jokes and their stories and he paid them he did he gave them some change <laughs> you know to so you get their stories and everything and he started packaging so he found the formula because the things that the man said was really funny people liked it it drew attention he noticed that so yeah he did use you know, some of the jokes that kind of helped him. That part I was a little bit, mm, you kind of using somebody else's stuff. <laughs> so the point I want you to get out of that is we can learn from other people, but repackage something that's uniquely to you, but use it to give you uh, an idea, you know, or a revelation like, wow, I should do this. Not necessarily use the same exact content that somebody else used, Nevertheless, this is what Dolomite did, but um, so he used a lot of those jokes, and then he it one night at the place that he worked at. He noticed the attention. Now, to back up a little bit, the owner of the club did not really want him to change his set. He wanted him to stick to the same set that he did every night before he introduced the performers, okay, but he went and did it anyway no was not an option to him he said while well, i got this opportunity i guess it he was like come hell or high water i'm going to do it if i fall if i fail, if i get fired at least i i show to myself i could do it or, or whatever whatever the outcome he expected but he went on and he performed anyway and you saw the owner getting ready to approach him on the side of the stage but then he noticed the crowd He had them laughing hysterically out of their seats. They was rolling on the floor. (laughs) They was laughing out loud. And then after a while, when he saw the response from the crowd, because at the end of the day, the owner wants people to come back to his club right? And people to be enjoying themselves. So he started smiling and applauding him just like the audience did. And so, you know, he he, he was able to do his sets there and then he started becoming famous locally, you know, going to different places and doing his jokes and people was just enjoying it. So he got bold enough to make a record (laughs) because, you know, back in the days, a lot of times like now you can get, well, you can still get DVDs and CDs, but you know, now we can download everything. But, you know, people were, comedics had records that they would have their comedy sets on and you can listen to them. So you would have to buy, and a lot of you know this already, but you would have to buy records or you would have to buy the tapes or, um, I don't know if anything was out with like eight track tapes was out. It probably was for those comedians who go way back, like Sanford and Son and, and Red Fox and all of them. However, he did that. He put it on record, put it on vinyl. And then next thing you know, he got an idea to do a movie, you know, with all the comedians, it was a combination movie. It had action, it had sensuality in it, and but it was humorous at the same time, and he got that idea, then now he gets bold enough, like, I want to shop this to film studios and get some backing and somebody who can sponsor to help me get this movie out in theaters, and he got no's, no's, no, no, no. Nobody wanted to really take on that project, they didn't kind of believe it in its in, in entirely because of the content, and so... One thing good about the movie as well is that he had his friends that he was so loyal to that he put on. And so all of them came out of the same type of neighborhood and they stayed with him and everybody utilized their own strengths and their gifts. And he pulled on wherever he can get the resources. That's what he can get the resources from. And he was struggling, he was just doing his thing, but he had a dream and a vision. And that's the part that's so inspirational about the movie. So after that, like I said, he got bold enough, he decided to make that film. And the thing that really almost made me want to cry in the movie, first of all, um, a lot of theaters didn't want to act. Okay, he did put the film together, let me go there. He got, like I said, all of the people together, everybody used their skills. He even got some interns, I believe those was interns from college, students, who were film, filmmakers and he got them to help him and everybody jumped on board. He got Wesley Snipes in the movie and a couple of other um, actors that you know, Mike Epps in the movie. But anyway, he got all these people together. Um, Wesley Snipes, ended up, he ended up hiring him as a producer or director of the movie. I it's the director <laughs> he was and kind of help him put the whole film together. And after he got that crew of people, he was so bold. He found an abandoned building that used to be a theater that someone had told him about. It was closed down, but it was like a real popular spot back in the day. Don't you know he went into that building and started putting his crew together, utilizing the rooms and the space for that building, had it clean out. They cleaned that building out because there was a lot of homeless people. I don't like to say bums, but that's what they call them, living in a building, doing drugs and everything else. But he cleaned, they got that building cleaned out, everybody in his crew, his community, helped them clean that building from floor to floor, from bottom to top and they utilized the rooms in that building. It was a big building and he created his own studios and when they didn't have electricity, so then he did a little hook and crook. <laughs> But what he did was borrow electricity, I believe, from like another building from the street. And they plugged into that. Somebody wired, you know, whatever. And he, the lights went on. And so they had power. Because at 1st you they're like, well, how are you going to utilize all these equipment with no electricity? He found a way. When you hold them to your dreams and visions and you continue to believe, and like I said, you show up, you get chance to see other blessings happen. Things line up because you are operating or working towards that goal that purpose that something and the faith and the confidence that comes along with it are the prime ingredients that you need to actually succeed and so you just start seeing everything come together then he tried to shop his movie to theaters um he got a whole lot of no's but he found one yes he literally just stood there to bargain with the man and the man let him use his theater uh, you know, then he put the sign up on the awning, on the theater, and at first it looked like nobody was coming. The first night that he opened up, looked like nobody was coming, and he said, you know what, to his team, we're going to go in there, you know, and just basically do our best and thank everybody for, you know, hanging in there with him. He went in there, but let me tell you, after some time went by, the crowd started coming, all a lot of the local people started coming to the theater. He made a lot of money that night. And even the owner said of the theater, you about to make a lot of money, (laughs) his smile. Oh my gosh. So it was like, he did it by himself. So this is what I want to talk about today. The Dolomite Dare, that's what I'm calling it. I double dog you, I double dog dare you to step out and do that thing that you want to do so bad without Maybe the resources to get it started at the time, believing that the resources will, be, will, be, will come, getting tongue tied, that the resources will come and that other people will see your vision and want to either invest in your vision or be a part of your vision, join, partnership with you, network with you collaborate with you. I'm telling you, but you always got to show up first so people can know who you are and see you and, and you're doing it relentlessly. And so people see your grind, they're attracted to your grind and go, you know what? You may not have everything you need right now to take it to the next level by yourself, but somebody else will have something that'll help you get to the next level. And because of your grind and your loyalty and your 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 uh vision they want to help you out they're attracted to that because they that tells them that you're gonna work hard you know that you're not lazy that you you're putting in a lot of skin in the game you're risking and sacrificing where did this fly come from you are, I'm gonna rebuke this fly in a minute <laughs> sacrificing your time your money you taking these high risks you go get a building <laughs> to do make your own studios okay with a team of people that you can't really pay well right now you know whatever little crumbs they do make you know he'll give them out but they they just believed in his vision and dream but you when you believe in it stronger than anybody else that's when other people come on board and even for myself I'm like I'm so inspired because sometimes I even feel like what am I doing all this for like okay and so we all need moments of inspiration and motivation and so that's what the movie did for me and for a whole lot of people i see so many people talking about how the movie inspired them and motivated them because this man had the audacity to step out and say you know what y'all may be saying no but I'm going to do this, reg- I'm going to find a way. So we need to get that dolomite, there spirit. And you know I have to tie this into um the spiritual things so because that's who I am. But first, I did some videos I want you to find on YouTube, on my channel. Look for No Is Not An Option because I have two-part videos on something giving my own experiences as well and talking about how no was always not an option for me. I talk about the spirit of a visionary, um, seeing the vision and just have that drive to work towards it because you got to see it done come hell or high water. you got to see how the end is going to be. So it takes that kind of spirit. It takes that kind of mindset, that thirst for it. No matter what, you're going to do this thing, okay? And then you start thinking about, other people that you wanna collaborate with, and there's friends and family members you have who are very gifted and talented, and you wanna bring them on too, but you first wanna get the engine going so you can have a, a um, premise, so you can have a blueprint, something, foundation that they can see and say, I think I wanna come along you know, with you for the ride. Um, not just out of speculation, but because they believe in you, those are the people you need to have around you, and they also wanna contribute their own ability, skill, talent, gift to the project, to the vision. And, every, and it becomes a win-win situation. So I'm talking about a spirit of, um, no, it's not an option. You need to have that. The spirit of a visionary, um, faith, number one. And the Bible tells us that faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith is the substance of things hoped For And faith is the evidence of things not seen. So you don't see the whole thing materialized yet or the whole fulfillment and the manifestation of it. You see it in the spirit. You believe it. You have faith that it will come to pass you have faith that it will happen the scripture also say speak things that be not as though it were and i think about god when he created the earth how he willed creation into existence and then he breathed the breath of life and things became a living and so god gave us the ability but i'm talking now this is more for the believers because a lot of times you have people out here who are not believers in god but they want to use scriptures to make a thing a thing and it's like These declarations and these examples in the word of God are for those who believe and those who try to seek a living life that pleases God so he can be on your side, that God will intercept, God will intervene, God will part the waters, God will open up the windows and pour out blessings and, and favor because his word says he'll give us favors with himself and he'll give us favors with man. So other people will favor you, they will give you, they will do stuff for you, they will invest in you because they believe in what you're doing. So when we make these proclamations and declarations from the word of God, it's because we already know that God is on our side, that we're trying to operate in his purpose for us, natural purposes and our spiritual because we do have a spiritual um, call as well, you know, and the number one thing is just being witnesses about God and about his love and about Jesus Christ. And then we have our desires and our natural abilities that he gives us to operate in because even though this natural things, as children of God, we always find a way to be a blessing to people, to, to give our use our gifts and our talents to serve other people. And that's the difference between a child of God. It's like there's a godly purpose in everything that we do, even relationships. But that's, I got some of that information and content on other videos as well. But talking about that type of spirit and that type of faith and that type of tenacity and spirit, believing in things, speaking things into existence is speaking something that God already put in your spirit, that God already put in your spirit and you're just being in agreement or coming into alignment with God's word or what he said and the vision you meet together, you become one and you breathe on it. How do you breathe on it? Glad you asked. You breathe on it by, coming up with the action plan like Dolomite did and figuring out how I'm going to do A, B, C, and D and who I need to contact and where I need to go and the resources you need and the tools and strategies you need and you put them into action and you stop implementing all of the above and then you start seeing things come forth. You start seeing things grow and manifest and progress and then so you, you know, you then you get more faith like, okay, God, we got to this level, what I need to do next. That is the difference when you're, all of that you breathe on those things and when you see those things come alive then your soul gets happy (laughs) because you're like wow because even if you have that faith and confidence you're still going to experience moments of maybe some fear or a little bit of doubt because it can be discouraging because you're going to run into obstacles but you have to be okay with that already and this is what I tell people I know and even clients that I work with you have to embrace the mistakes you have to embrace the failures Um, because the mindset is you're going to look at them as lessons that you learn. You learn something out of this experience that's going to help you move forward. Maybe you have to change something. Maybe you have to transition. Maybe you have to rebrand or repackage Or repurpose it something you get out of it but you're not giving up completely even though you may feel like giving up at times that vision inside speaks life and say "Mm, you can't do that right now and I need to send you some help And, and God will do that he will send help to help you so that's that's the dolomite there for the day this, this, I want you to watch the movie and I want you to see what everybody is talking about because it is very, very motivational. And sometimes it have you go back and maybe, you know what, I, you might've put something down, you've decided to give up on, oh, I'm not gonna do that right now, but it's still calling you. I have a video on that, to, on that too, how the purpose and that vision calls you. It, it calls you, it's almost like God rules you and calls you to himself you know, cause he got something for you to do. He's not finished with you yet. So your vision acts like that. It calls you and you can't get away from it. And people will see that thing on you. It's a something that's on you and others see it and they, they'll call it out. Even though you might've put it down, I'm telling you as a witness, No matter where you go, somebody will see it on you because you will wear it some kind of way. But I've always been the person, and I say this, and I say this in a positive light, that I've always been rebellious. And I'm talking about rebellious to a systematic or system that says you have to do this only one way. Like, you know, to me, that's a tunnel mindset because, first of all, I'm a person of faith. So the God I serve, he partens Red Seas. He pulls out, he opens up windows, he makes ways out of no ways. I seen God move in my own life when people said, I don't know how you're gonna be able to do that, I don't think that's gonna I've never listened to that. I just didn't because especially during that time and even now, but I'm just saying even the beginning of, of of or the earlier days when I walked with, as I walked with Christ and I, I started seeing how God moved and how he operates and, and I started believing his word and I came into agreement with his word. So that superseded and took precedence over everything else somebody else said that was negative or contrary. I'm like, but, and God said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God says, I can speak to the mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea. And God said, speak things that be not as though they were. And God's word says, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So because I already had that in my spirit and it took the seed, that seed, God's word was planted in me. That's what I stood on. I was like, "Mm, no, but God said, God didn't tell me not to do that. And I'm talking about stuff that I know that God already put my spirit. He said, go ahead, go forth, my daughter, go forth, my child. (laughs) And he showed me That help was coming. And sometimes in some situations, he showed me the people that was going to come along my side and collaborate and network with me. I'll see it off in a distance. Mm, Let me tell you. So, because of my experience and because I've seen God do things that to the natural eye, it looks impossible. But God's word also says that God can do exceedingly and abundantly above all I can even ask, think, or imagine. That all things are possible. So I'm like, well, I got a whole lot of what God said over here. Whose report should I believe? Whose report should I believe? I'd rather believe the report of the Lord. I'd rather believe, let me take God's word first. Let me let me just let me just try Him. Not test God. Try Him and see. Okay. That was my action plan. Get your action plan together. You gotta get that spirit of no, it's not an option. That Dolomite there that says, I'm going to do it. If, if nobody, y'all not going to help me, and I can open up your doors, I'm going to create a door and open it myself. How about God to give me the strength? He will, he will make a way out of no way that when you say no, God says yes, but not and and beside that, i say yes, because even when God tells you something, you still got to be in agreement with him. You still got to take him up on his word and follow through. So, because it's a partnership, it's a relationship. And so you're not in it by yourself, but so that's the spirit that you have to have. So I was always that type already, like, "Mm, I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) You know, and my mindset is like, well, if I make a mistake, I'll learn from it or whatever. Or or for me, it was like, you know what? This is maybe the only way I'm going to learn about something. Go and try it. Get the information. Do research. That's part of the action plan. And that's the things that I did did research on things like before I started making um, in one of my businesses, I make natural products. I did a lot of research. I listened to a lot of um, cause I make natural body and skincare and I'm still working on that line. And even though there's moments I had to kind of uh, move slow in it because of other things that might've gotten away, especially when you're a one person business or, you know, I work with family like me and my daughter. Um, Sometimes I had to kind of put that down just a little bit and work on something else but I didn't throw it away altogether. But even with all of that, I did a lot of my research. I I looked at different things online from schools and teachers who teach people how to create products and formulators and chemists and all kinds of stuff. And, And then when I came up with the action plan of what is the purpose of a particular product? What do I want the product to do? What pain point do I want to help people with? What do people need? Who is my audience? Who, who values natural and holistic and organic stuff? Who really cares about maybe the planet or their body? That was my audience, people who was it, so they know the value of something. And so the pain, I found the pain point, I started crafting and making things to work that, getting my ingredients together, learn what each ingredient does, what its properties are, how does it benefit us? So all of that, just to give an example, do your work, do your research. That is part of your progress as well. That is part of your action plan is education. Definitely should be on the list. So research and education is so fun. I remember being in school when I was studying uh, social work and I know they had different um, components of social work, whether it's macro learning a macro systems, social work point of view, becoming a clinician, doing direct care, or even being a researcher. And I was like, um, I don't want to do research. It just seemed like it was just so much work. Like, oh my God, I was already getting tired with the papers. and Because we already have to do research in school. When you, Those of you who've been to college and grad school, it's always papers and research you're doing all the time and looking at empirical studies and this study and what are the findings of this study and how, what's the outcome? So I was like, I don't think I want to live my life doing research. But I found out <laughs> whatever you do and if you want to do it well, if you wanna add value and bring good content, you wanna serve people well, you're always gonna be doing research. Now, of course, it's not, it, it, was, it wouldn't be as intense as a researcher because that's their job, that's their business or career, whatever, but you're going to do some type of research, and we have access to stuff today more than we did before, just with the internet alone, so there's no excuse, (laughs) but anyway, I just wanted this to be inspiring to somebody, I want you to go watch the movie, when you see the movie, if you have seen the movie already, please leave your comments, leave it on YouTube, I'm going to also have this in audio, so it can be on my audio podcast on SoundCloud and Apple, iTunes, Apple Podcasts as well. I want you to leave your comments everywhere, even on Facebook, because I'm going to also share on all social media platforms, Instagram as well. And I'm on all of those platforms, including Twitter, Cheryl Howard, Get Your Life Back. And on Instagram, I'm Cheryl.GetYourLifeBack. Facebook, I'm Back, And if you just type that in, you'll find me. I'm out there. I'm out there in cyberspace. (laughs) Anyway, that is all for the day. I just wanted to share that with you. I thought it was so awesome. I said, this is going to help somebody or help catapult somebody towards their dream, their vision, that type of tenacity and spirit that Dolomite exhibited in the movie was so inspirational. You be blessed.